0: Welcome to Second Opinion, the reviews show here on the Nexus. Today, Ian Buck and Ryan Rampersad will be sharing their experiences with Android 6.0 Marshmallow. Find the show notes for this episode at thenexus.tv slash SO1.
1: Hello, Ian. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? It's going pretty well. I hear you're armed with Android 6.0. I am,
0: yes. We've had it for, what, about a month now? Yeah, about a month. Since, yeah, the, uh, since the the Nexus event that we covered under the, uh, the extra dimension number, like five sure number five i don't count i'll put the show uh, the link to that in the show notes
1: i I also was testing the builds before the official release of marshmallow the release candidate so i have some experience Ah, i remember taking the first build um quite ignorantly to jury duty and suffering oh right so i will not be doing that again that was a long time ago that was was uh... then back in june Mm -hmm. yep um so now that
0: the now that the final version is here and we've had quite a bit of experience and we actually have a, enough uh stuff done where we can record this show.
1: <laughs> you know, we've used it every day. We're pretty much used to it now. Um surprisingly there hasn't been any um bug fixes or anything yet. So Yep, nope. Um, so here we are on 6.0. So let's so yeah, the way
0: that um let's talk about kind of generally how Android updates have have gone the yearly ones. Um so for the last few years they've had typically a um, one year where they focus on, like, the kind of user interface, kind of tw- tweaking that and changing stuff, um, and less about new actual features, right? And then the next year, they'll have a, a version that keeps the same kind of um, user interface and then gives us some some new features. Um, so last year was bringing uh, material design to Android, and uh, and this year is... Keeping material design pretty much exactly as it was before, no changes there, um, and giving us a bunch of new features. Yep. Um, so, I just figured out why I can't find the episode that I'm looking for. It's in uh, a Nexus special, not in well, the. Well, there dimension. you go. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Android six um, Shall we? Shall we list the uh, the the features that we want to talk about or do we want to go through them one by one and talk about whatever them in you like i'm i'm
1: willing to go all forward. right
0: let's, well let's do it in detail um okay so so now on tap was kind of the um the flagship feature that they that they've been talking about since google io right um and what it is is it's kind of a, a growth off of of google now um where as we know, Google Now's goal has always been to kind of give you the information that it thinks that you need at any given time without you asking for it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've recently received an email with some like tracking information for an order that you you know that that you have, um, it'll just tell you where that order is or if, if you're, it's still on time. Or... If
1: you're at an airport, it'll surface your boarding information. Mm-hmm. It will do things automatically for you.
0: Yep. Um it's great. I think I think one of my favorites is uh if if you're nice and thorough with keeping your like Google Calendar events mm-hmm. um accurate and actually put in location data and stuff for them, then it will tell you like okay, it's time to leave, leave yep. for the for your next event so that you can get there on time based on current traffic conditions. Mm-hmm. Um that's beautiful. So what now on Tap does um is it it uh allows you to basically take whatever's on your screen at the moment, no matter what app you're in, and basically do kind of a Google search on that. Um, so, like, their example has always been, uh, let's say you're, you're in a text chat with somebody and they, you're talking back and forth about, like, what restaurant you're going to go to and stuff. Um, and, and so if you hit now on tap, then you can, uh, it'll, it'll, Search for that restaurant, find it, you know, give you some information about it, where it is, what, you know, what kinds of ratings it's gotten, um, you know, when it's uh, when it's crowded, when it's not, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, it it just removes the whole you having to go and find that information on your own, uh, because there are a lot of people who don't know how to find that information, I think, already. Um, So it's, it's making it much, much easier to do that kind of thing. I haven't found it useful at all.
1: I haven't either uh so first let's describe where it is in the system i think that's really important
0: yes um so up until now oh no what have i done okay so up until android 6.0 google now has been a swipe up from the home button right a very
1: natural gesture That anybody might just accidentally do and to find out where it is,
0: yeah, and then they'll be really confused about why they're suddenly in the Google app, and uh, they'll leave and never come back, probably yeah um but so so swiping up from the home button would bring you to the actual Google app where they have all of these now cards, you know, so it'll it'll tell you your boarding information, your tracking information, whatever it's you know it needs to tell you um now on tap removes that gesture uh and instead replaces it with a long press on the home button.
1: Yep. And so then what it does is that it it animates a little white border going around your screen, Mm -hmm. which effectively is it showing you that it's taking the screenshot and then searching for it. It's kind of a step backwards. Kind of.
0: I I mean, I... In terms of the gestures, I don't really mind one over the other.
1: I think the first one is easy to discover. It's really simple. it's something you can do one handed mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a natural movement and and holding it, funny on your home button is weird and and not intuitive um if if anything, it really would have would have made more sense to have the swipe up for Google now normal and the long press for now, now on, on tap. tap.
0: I couldn't agree more mm-hmm. yep, and I would add that the the swipe up kind of uh it, it it's already a thing that Android users naturally do because you swipe up to, uh, to unlock the phone, right? You know, yep. and it's yeah. So, yeah.
1: So, going back to how useful it is, have you ever actually ended up using it? It I've I've kind of tried, um, and and
0: I mean, so even when I wasn't trying to use it, you know, even when I was just trying to get to the now cards, mm-hmm. every time that I did that it searched for the stuff that was on my screen Mm -hmm. and then I went to the now cards because that's a button down at the bottom. Right. Right. Um, And I was okay with, with letting that be for the time being, because I wanted to see kind of what now on tap would kind of bring me. Mm -hmm. Um, It never, ever was able to surface anything really useful. Um, It, it never crossed my mind when I was in a conversation with somebody to like try to use it, you know, right. I didn't encounter any situations where I, thought it would work, and I never encountered any situations where uh, I didn't expect it to work, and it did. Mm -hmm. It just never gave me anything useful.
1: So I remember using it on a chat with you, in fact, and Mm -hmm. it searched for Ian Buck, like you'd expect, but of course, the Google results for Ian Buck are Mr. NVIDIA. Right. So it's not what I was looking for. Um, And I mean, that's a... uh, an understandable mistake to make yeah but it knows that i'm in a Hangouts with you mm-hmm. it could know that i'm in a Hangouts and, and it, it could just surface google plus stuff or something and when yeah, it should
0: know when you make a regular google search it gives you like these personalized right. uh, things so
1: there's some weird stuff that maybe the hangouts app didn't implement for apis in the back end or something yet uh i know in in google now cards i mean uh in now on tap you can implement the special apis to augment the additional data mm. but you know, just didn't happen yet. I also have tried searching with it for programming-related stuff. You know, I kind of do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Bad results trying to do that. <laughs> you you get very generic things. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think both of us by now have just uh, given up. changed it. Because luckily they do still let you change the settings so that instead of uh, a long press doing now on tap and then you have to do another tap to get into yep. the now cards, we've changed it so that you just long press, and then it takes you straight to the now cards.
1: That's a better better improvement. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Um, okay, so the second thing um, is app permissions. They've completely changed the way that um, app permissions are supposed to work in Android. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be that when whenever you installed a new app, um, it would give you this long list of things that it needed permission to do in on the phone. So like, um, Facebook messenger, for example, needs permission to access the microphone, access the camera, access, um, your contacts, access, access
1: access your cell phone state, access your network. That
0: I chose that example because it asks for literally everything. Right. You know, and Um, there
1: are legitimate reasons it does those things. mm -hmm, mm Um,
0: but sometimes, sometimes there's not like sometimes you get, uh, you know, a flashlight app that, uh, only needs your location uh, to access because um, it wants to show you ads based on your location. You know, something like that. Um, So in those cases, uh, you might want to selectively revoke some of those um, permissions. Mm -hmm. But up until now, Android has not really given you the option to do that. Um, So the way that it works now is when you install an app, it won't ask for any permissions. But once, once you start using that app and that app needs... To use a, th- a particular thing, it will ask for permission to do that. And right. then the, you know, it'll, I don't think it actually kicks you out of the app to go to the system settings. It just pops up with a little system settings window on top of it.
1: Yeah, I think what it does when, so when I've seen it ask for the camera, it will say allow or deny. And if mm-hmm. you hit deny, nothing happens. If you hit allow, you get to use it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, yeah, I, I experimented a little bit with like, okay, um, Evernote is asking for permission to view my calendar. Let's see what happens when I hit no. Well, then Evernote just insistently tries to ask me for permission for the calendar over and over again, saying, hey, your experience will be so much better if you let me do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't see how that's, uh, how that's yeah, true. Right. Um, I'm going to stop using Evernote soon.
1: That's okay. <laughs> I did the same thing. Maybe we should SO Evernote. Probably, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, there are a lot of things that we can second opinion here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Um, and, and on top of this, like you can also go into the system settings and view either by app, what things that, that app has permission to, to use and, and selectively revoke those. Or you can go in, for example, like, uh, by microphone and just look at what apps have requested access to use the microphone and then, you know, deny any of those, um, any apps that have not been updated to use this new app permission system. Um, if you try to revoke something, Android will angrily tell you like, Hey, you're going to break things when you try to do this, because that app is not going to expect to not have access to that thing. Um, so I've, I've tried out, you know, revoking different things, um, for different apps, uh, just to see what happens. I don't think that I've broken the world yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I may have, and I just didn't notice.
1: So I I think it's pretty cool that they have that big list of apps that you can tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for example, in the body sensors section, I yeah. have Fit, Google Play Services, and Tasker, and mm-hmm. I, I just would have never associated Tasker with that. Well, that's the thing about Who Tasker,
0: knew? though, is that Tasker uh, can do whatever you want. I had it to. no idea.
1: Yeah, that that's cool. Um, so, what what are some of the downsides of this new system for these permissions? Um, well, it's going to be a
0: there there was something to the system of asking once mm-hmm. and just never bothering you again Right. Um, cuz it's really annoying when i'm trying to use an app and suddenly it's going like hey i need to ask you for per- permission for this thing that i've never asked for before um and it's like okay you're you're wasting my time right now and right. it is still only a one time thing mm-hmm. um but it's like a one time thing for every single sensor that it wants right. to access
1: so i think that's that that is definitely a concern uh i wonder how many people when they get that prompt yes or no do you want to allow camera usage mm-hmm. when aren't they going to just hit yes um well i it's are either, people smart enough
0: to know i think you're going to have two groups of people people who always click yes or people who always are like that's scary no and then there are mm. people like us who actually think about
1: it i don't know i probably wouldn't even think about it yeah yeah So what? there's another problem, potentially, too, and that is because it's on 6.0, how many years is it going to take to get this widespread enough in people's hands? So I think we're at 0.3 saturation with Marshmallow.
0: 0.3%? Yeah. Okay.
1: And um, how many, not only that, so that's how many people are going to get the ability to use the system, but then Mm -hmm. how many years are we going to need to wait for apps to switch to this target api 23 i believe
0: well hopefully any new apps that come out uh are going to use it hopefully um,
1: but maybe they won't no, yeah no. so like how long do we have to wait until facebook uses it, or instagram or any mm-hmm. other the big name brand apps mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: and and there's um i mean really what's the incentive on their end to do that
1: right i can't
0: th- really think of one except for um conforming and uh making the hardcore android community happy with them
1: that's pretty much the only incentive and that's actually a really good incentive yeah
0: but i feel like those um those companies have never really cared about that because otherwise we would have a nice material Design facebook app
1: yeah i'm okay with that honestly yeah okay
0: um so yeah that's app permissions mm-hmm. Any, anything else to say about nah, that? I no i think i'm pretty much okay with it cool um do not disturb um I total re-
1: silence there you go. I had to do it.
0: I really, really like this new system. Um, after my initial, you know, cause the way that you used to, um, change what, you know, the priority mode on, on the Android notifications was you had to hit the volume yep. button to bring up the volume slider. And then you would hit that little down arrow to, to, um, get it to show you like, okay, I want either priority. I want all or I want none. Um, and, uh, now it's, it's located, it's a do not disturb, um, option in the quick settings, which, uh, makes a heck of a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, I still kind <clears> of <throat> panicked the first time that I tried to turn it on when I was going to sleep because I was expecting it to be in the same place as before. And it's I, not. I hadn't looked at the, the quick settings yet. And so I was like, oh no, am I going to be getting notifications all night because I can't turn this off? Um, so I, yeah, contacted you and, and you did I me, tell you the answer? Set me straight. Yes. Well, I'm so glad I knew
1: the answer. <laughs> um. So the new do not disturb section has priority only, alarms only, and my favorite, total silence. Yep. And I really like the total silence one. I use it frequently in class. Uh, it has two options of its own un- until you turn this off or for a set number of hours, mm-hmm. which I think is really fancy, really nice.
0: And yes, I I do like the uh extra degree of granularity um you know the the old system did have a total silence it was called none um and it worked exactly the same except that now we also have the alarms only option Mm -hmm. and then we have priority you know so we we have one more level yeah that we can choose and
1: apparently there's this automatic rules section which is also super useful Mm -hmm. and I, i don't think they made a big enough deal about it
0: no yes that is a a lifesaver because now I can I've I've got one set for my weeknights I've got one set for my weekend nights mm-hmm. I've got one set for the period of time during the day when I am teaching Yep um, I've got one set for the period of time that I am in church um, You know so and, that's
1: pretty much your entire life
0: Yeah basically I never ever have to think about um, turning it on or turning it off mm-hmm. You know that I encountered so many times um, previously where I would put it into like priority only. Uh, for and and you know since I didn't know when that period was going to be ending, right. I just did it indefinitely, and then I forgot to turn my notifications back on at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to um, to set all of those automatic rules um, is a really really good thing.
1: Yep, definitely.
0: Um, and I did notice. I'm not sure if this is a a 5.0 um, feature or if this was just on the Moto G, but I noticed that my dad's phone had one slot for an automatic priority like you know do not disturb rule um but it didn't have an arbitrary number that you could set like it could be like marshmallow does i don't know um but yeah so that everything across the board there was an improvement Mm -hmm. very good do not disturb settings now yep um volume control uh i guess this one's yeah you.
1: you know i um so i still have to click the buttons to get to my volume control slider thing right and I really wish there was just another menu in quick settings that would just let me do it visually without having to use the physical buttons. So
0: tell me, Ryan, do you actually click the button and then use your finger on the screen to move the slider ever? No. No.
1: Okay. Because I'm already at the buttons. Exactly. Yeah, but I hate having to do that. Okay. I, I'm in the software. I don't want to make it. You know, when you uh, change your volume, it makes the little beep noise after you've let it go for a little bit. You know, if you're changing the uh, your volume up or changing oh, okay. volume down. So, yeah. so you can hear how loud mm-hmm. it is. Well, I don't want to hear it. I just want to make it go all the way to almost zero. Okay. And you've got a ladybug. I do. Um, so I, I would still prefer a visual toggle for the volume. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's that's not something that I have ever really thought of that I'd need. But I, actually, most of the um, new improvements that they've made in Marshmallow are things that I never thought that I would need. And now I'm like, oh, my God, this is great.
1: I remember having the visual volume thing on my first phone which was a uh, some kind of, you know, slide out feature phone.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's great.
0: Um system UI tuner. So this is a good very good example of something that I never thought of that is great. Um so this is this is one of their hidden features, um similar to the way that uh developer mode goes. Um, you know, you, for developer mode you have to tap on uh the Um, phone model like a a certain number of times to activate it Mm -hmm. Um, for system UI tuner when you have the quick settings pulled all the way down um, you can press and hold on the on the cog up at the top that normally takes you to the settings app Um, and when you press and hold on that it'll spin around a bunch kind of look like a marshmallow and then you'll have system UI available to you at the bottom of the settings Um, and what it does is it lets you um it lets you rearrange some of the icons in quick settings and and you know tur- turn on or off some of those so like you know if you never ever use the flashlight you could remove the flashlight from your quick settings if you uh actually use hotspot um every once in a while you can put that in there as a toggle you know and you can move them around so that they kind of fit better with where your fingers are near the screen um so that's a huge huge plus that's um a feature that i saw a friend of mine um who has a Nexus five and had cyanogen on it. That was a feature that I saw that he had. And I was like, I really want that. You you need to give me that.
1: Now this hopefully is the precursor to where this is way more customizable. Like Mm -hmm. this is a great step in the right direction, but I wish apps could put their own thing right in here. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, whatever it might be, but there could be a lot of uses for
0: it. Yeah. There are lots of things that I would be able to like to be able to toggle. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that system UI tuner lets you do is removing some of the clutter in the status bar. Yeah. So in the the notifi- notification bar up at the top over on the right side, you've got, you know, your clock and your battery and your Wi-Fi and cellular and and Bluetooth and stuff like that. Um you know, for I, I used it, uh, you, you can turn some of those um, icons on or off. Um, so, like, uh, I always have my Bluetooth radio on because uh, I want to just be able to walk up to my Bluetooth speakers and flick the on switch on that, and then mm-hmm. it, they automatically connect. Um, so I don't need to know that my Bluetooth radio is on. I my, know that already. My
1: favorite feature here in this status bar toggle section is Ethernet.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so that would be for uh, the uh, ne- um Sorry, the Nvidia Shield. Uh, yeah. Um, what? Oh, I guess that they just call that one the Nvidia Shield, don't they? The M- one that's the it's Android way TV. Way too complicated. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, that's the only Android device that I know of that has an Ethernet port. Yeah. I don't know any yeah. others. Um, and then, of course, there's uh, demo mode, which is kind of hilarious. Um, it it removes all of the notifications from that from the notifications bar and gives you. Permanent full bars for Wi-Fi and for LTE, and makes the time and battery. Yeah, and battery, Good. and makes the time six o'clock.
1: And we know that's six point oh. <laughs> uh,
0: it's so funny. Um, so an SD card uh, news is that uh, when when you put in an SD card, you know previously how it worked is you would have your internal storage and then you would have your SD card storage, and you would have to go individually through each app so like if you want your camera to save its pictures onto the sd card you would have to go and tell it to do that if you wanted to install particular um apps onto the sd card you'd better hope that they uh, are able to go there and then you have to go through your um list of apps and move each one that you want to move over there into the sd card yep um now they will they have the option in 6.0 to make your storage adaptable, which means that it'll just treat all of that SD card, internal storage, and everything as one lump sum, and uh, and then, you know, you don't really know where things are actually being stored, but it doesn't matter because it's all one.
1: Now, in theory, that's great. Sounds really wonderful. Sounds really useful. Mm-hmm. Well, too bad Nexus devices don't have SD card storage. Right. And that's, I mean, that's uh,
0: something that you can legitimately say about it right now. Yeah, because we're only a month in. Um, but like once my Nvidia Shield tablet has six 0, that's going to be huge because mm-hmm. I was foolish and went and got the sixteen gig one and then got a thirty thirty two gig uh, SD card. Right, and and then proceeded to try to install all of the games on that tablet, and uh, I'm running out of space.
1: So in the same section, the entire storage. Settings panel has been updated. Uh, if you remember mm-hmm. it previously, it would show these useless bar graphs oh, yeah. of how much storage you've used for apps or podcasts or videos or images. And they've gotten rid of the bar graphs because they were useless. Now it's just 2 gigabytes, 5 gigabytes, and so on.
0: Okay. Yeah. I kind of liked the bar graphs. Now, but... there's
1: an additional feature here, which is pretty fancy, which is the explore button at the bottom, which is basically a very simplistic but useful file browser. Ah. And you can... Go and click stuff if you want. That's cool. So the, the that that entire section has been greatly improved.
0: Nice. Yeah. I there are a lot of Android users who will never ever have no. a file browser on their um, phone. So it's nice to at least give them. one. Of course, they're never going to go into that settings no, section and discover but it's, it. It's
1: it's nice that it's available. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, text selection. This is actually something that a lot of people were were getting really excited about because they all said Google finally fixed their their text selection Mm. copy and paste and everything um and I guess that what they mean by that is they're not using icons for copy paste and and um so cut but they're actually using those words now
1: here let me let me let me tell you something I cut and paste a lot yeah uh tweets emails whatever Mm -hmm. it could be and I never knew which button to press for copy and for paste and for cut (laughs) The, those I, icons mean, meant nothing to me, and I still don't even know. So I was able to figure them out. With the new system, it's labeled exactly what they mm-hmm. do, and it's great. Now, I have a pretty big screen here on the Nexus 6, but Select All still overflows into the overflow menu, yeah, which is still a sad thing. That's So maybe the touch targets can be as big, but the text size can be smaller so that I could see all the four of them. I don't know. There still needs to be something.
0: I can yeah, do. really, I mean, the, the two buttons that I use uh, in there... The most often is select all and then copy Mm -hmm. because I'm always, always, always posting something on Google Plus, Twitter and Facebook. Right. And I want the text to be exactly the same. So Um, I guess
1: the only other thing I can say about that is they uh, they realized that putting it in the action bar was not good. Mhm. So how often do you te- copy text that's on the lower half of the screen versus the upper half of the screen? Well, it's usually in the middle of the screen and having to reach all the way up here to copy something was just not ideal.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um yeah. yeah. But man, that overflow menu is killing me. I know it is. <laughs>
1: um so they can still do more in text selection. I mean, the mm-hmm. the new iPads, those have fancy up, left, down, and right arrows. There's um, more granularity. The way you select individual characters and paragraphs and stuff has also been enhanced. Mm-hmm. So there's still more room for improvement.
0: Right. Yep. yep. There's always room for improvement, especially in battery life. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> this has uh, been a, a point of contention always when you buy an Android phone, especially, I think, a Nexus phone, is that you're not going to get the best battery life, probably, um, that you could. And uh, so... This year, the way that Google is addressing that is with Doze. Um, so Doze is a feature where um, it, it'll most affect the devices that you use occasionally and then leave on your bedside table the rest of the time. So like your eight-inch miniature tablet that uh, you know you use for like reading because it's nice and a lot bigger than your uh, your your phone or whatever. Right. Um, so Doze kind of uh, if it senses that it hasn't been moved or, or interacted with uh, for a while. The device will kind of put itself into this this mode where it won't really let um, apps b- refresh in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it still does um, keep an eye on high Google's priority
1: Google push notifications yep. can yep go through. So Hangout messages can get through. Yep, important emails can get through.
0: Um, which I mean, I don't even uh, in my usage cases, right. I wouldn't even need that in Doze mode because the tablet that I leave at home mm-hmm. is always in uh total silence yeah right um so yeah um i i that's another i i haven't been able to check and see if that actually works very well because my phone is always on me and uh, is always yeah. moving with me so it i don't think that it ever really goes into doze mode um once my shield tablet gets to 6.0 i'll be able to you know figure out if it actually lasts long or not
1: so i have the uh, nexus 7 2000 Thirteen edition, okay, and uh, it doesn't have six yet, okay, for some reason, huh? And um, it can last about two days without doze. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good, I guess. I don't know what it's doing in the background to waste all that power, yeah. But you know, Android. Um, but it's not like you know um, the iPad
0: Air that I have. Yeah, like five by, you five know. weeks. It yeah, can
1: just infinitely long battery life.
0: Especially, I mean, like the the things that I use that device for are. Um, every, uh, class period I use it to take attendance while I'm walking around the room. Yeah. And then I put it down and I don't use it again until the next day. Uh Uh-huh. You know?
1: So, the iPads do something right. And so, the problem with Doze is that it's not useful for phones as much. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be something like Doze, but for phones sort of in your pocket.
0: Yeah, but I can't, like, as we said in the, uh, the, um next special, I can't really think of what that could be because I when I have my phone on me, I want it to be doing all of these things constantly, being my predometer, checking my location every once in a while so that it, you know, knows where I am and whether you know, and I need to leave for my next appointment, you know, stuff like that.
1: That's perfect. I think all those things are valid use cases, but one of the problems I've had lately is I will go onto campus, I will go into a building and I will be tortured when Google Play Services and Android Account Manager go insane.
0: I don't think anybody knows what's going on with your
1: phone. I don't think I know what's going on with my phone. But there should be a way in the system to tell it, don't let any of these things run anymore. Just stop. Mm. It's over. But it's great when that's part of the core system.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the lock screen. They've uh, changed a couple of things. Oh, wait, no. App Standby. Forgot to talk about that. Eh. Um, okay, whatever.
1: It's not that exciting. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes um so normally is, wait is that part of doze or is that separate it's
1: separate from doze okay uh in the sense that you can toggle each individual app on whether doze should affect it or not mm-hmm. so when it goes into doze mode tasker for example goes off it doesn't run anymore right but you can tell it let tasker do whatever it wants because Tasker's probably doing something important
0: yeah because i have told tasker exactly what i want it to do
1: right yeah. So that could be useful but unfortunately it doesn't work on the five apps that you want to stand by such so as Google Play services and Android account manager. <laughs>
0: I'm always going to laugh at you about this. Anytime until you, until you get a new phone and then you find a new new issue to complain me. about. Um, okay so the lock screen they've uh they've replaced the phone shortcut shortcut with a voice search or a shortcut.
1: So what do you think about that?
0: I I mean, I'm okay with it because I never use the phone app, even when I'm making calls, because I use Hangouts for that, because I'm weird and ha- I use Google Voice. Yeah. Um, I don't think that for most people
1: it makes sense. I think it is the single best change, because for most people they don't have stock Android, so it doesn't matter, and for the people who do have stock Android, they don't use their phones as a phone anyway.
0: Hmm. That's a, um, yeah, but what about like the Motorola you know the Moto G people lots of people got that because it's a cheap phone that they doesn't it have heard. a
1: different lock screen though i no. I, I don't have a no, no, no. moto the, g um
0: the moto g has the you know the the black with white text oh, kind right, of right, um right. glanceable thing mm-hmm. but then the actual lock screen is, it is, is the same okay.
1: yeah um yeah i i now nobody uses the phone do you know how many times a day i would accidentally somehow swipe that thing up and just start calling dave putnam <laughs>
0: well you, everybody needs more dave putnam in their life no all right um now there there is one thing about those that i really really like that they changed um is it used to be that um in order to open the camera it was a swipe directly to the left yep from the right and for the phone it was a swipe directly from the right left to wait Whatever the opposite yeah, is. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Now it's a swipe from where that icon is down in the corner up into the, the rest of the screen. Mm-hmm. Which is much Way better. much more consistent. Um you know, I don't I don't accidentally activate that ever. Um and I don't have trouble activating it when I want to. It's it's much, much better now.
1: I think that is something they figured out after watching people suffer <laughs> over the course of a year.
0: Yeah. Um, now, one thing that I don't like about the fact that the voice searches is one of those shortcuts now is that, uh, um, well, for one thing, for some reason, my phone uh, has stopped being able to listen for my OK Googles when uh, it's not on the Google app. I need to mm. troubleshoot that and figure out why that is. I might just wipe uh, Android and and reinstall 6.0 on top of it, you know, because I haven't done that in two years. So uh, I'm guessing that there's a few things that'll be solved by. I that. I
1: think I should wipe my phone that I wiped previously. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so the reason I bring this up is
0: because um, I, I saw that icon down there and I was like, hey, that's really useful for me now that I can't uh, just use my voice to activate voice searching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I would swipe up from there and then I'd be like. Um, wake me up in 30 minutes because I'm going to take a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would say, actually, I can't do that if all the device is locked. To keep going, unlock your device. That's great. Which is ridiculous because SmartLock is telling me that the device is already unlocked
1: because mm-hmm. I'm at home. So does that because it just doesn't know that? or I don't know.
0: I, I think I think that it tells you that whenever you try to mm. use a voice command that requires you to have the device unlocked, if you got there from that shortcut.
1: I mean, I guess there could be a lot of cases where Google now sort of can leak info about you when your phone's locked. Maybe. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've got all these other notifications that are on my lock screen that can leak. Information well, about that I game. mean, you could just so. Google you and yeah, there sure. you go. Um. So, yeah, there's there's that. Um, It's a little strange, but
1: yeah. So on a related note, uh, the how about the new clock on the lock screen?
0: Yeah. Ooh. That really threw me off the first few times that I saw it, um, but I do like the, the new, bold... Um, I don't
1: even know what the old one looks like anymore.
0: It's, I mean, it was basically the same thing, but thinner. Um, mm. And it's it's just, you know, when a, a lot of times when I take my phone out of my pocket and just unlock it for a moment, I want to just see the, uh, the time. It's nice having a nice, big, bold time there so that I, I can't miss it. Um, it's hard to mistake what it's saying, you know?
1: In addition to that, the letters below it are now all uppercase, small caps. It's really nice. Mhm. And uh that is brought to you by the Roboto Mono font. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So you can enjoy that. I take it that you like that font. I do. Big fan. <laughs>
0: Huge. Um so then the last thing that we got to talk about is uh in the settings app they now actually have a a section for memory. Um so it now tells you kind of what the average memory usage was over the last 3, 6, 12, or 24 hours, um, and you can also go in there and take a look at what each app was using up memory-wise, um, which is pretty cool. Um, it's, a, it's a start. Uh, there, there's not a whole lot of detail that you can get out of it yet, but... Um, but it's better than nothing, which is what we had before.
1: I mean, is it really better than nothing, though? Well, yeah, I've always kind of wondered, like, okay, so I've
0: got this phone with two gigs of RAM. Um, is that actually enough for me? You know, do am
1: I going to have to bump that up the next phone that I get? The answer's yes. Okay, yeah. Um, so the reason I, I, I am asking this rhetorical question is that it's clearly useless because, of course, what is the culprit that's using the most amount of memory? It's Android OS. Yep. And the one after that is Android System. And the one after that is System UI. And the one after that is Google Play Services. So it tells you everything you already knew. That your phone is being destroyed by things you can't do anything about. <laughs> I come over here just to hear you rant. You know that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man. Um. So I wish there was a, this This memory thing is great. I mean, you know, it's showing you, they actually had something similar to this. This is obviously the evolution of that. In the developer options area, there was a Mm. a section about memory and processes using that memory. And it had that same kind of interface layout where it would show you the usage over a period of time that you selected. Mm -hmm. I wish this was rolled into a new section called performance so that it could show you the memory usage. It could show you the... CPU time. Yep. It could show you individual things in an application that was taking up memory and CPU time, and maybe even battery time, radio time, whatever time. Every single stat lets me know that something is breaking my phone. I need proof that I can show. You need you need more. Fodder. Just give me the
0: source code. You need more fodder for uh, screenshots and rants. Yes. on Google Plus.
1: I mean, weekly I post pictures of decimated battery life.
0: And then you oh. po- and then every once in a while you post one picture of oh was that doze
1: that looked pretty good well that was pretty impressive one time I did leave my phone out not in my pocket during class mm-hmm. and it looked like it flatlined for a good hour and a half and I was impressed but then it, as soon as I picked it back up and put it in my pocket it was over <laughs> oh man so I guess and after all of this what do you, what do you think about uh, the tech marshmallow yeah um so
0: since <laughs> The the things that we've uh, that they've changed have all either been improvements or kind of stepping to the side, um, and we haven't encountered any fatal memory leakage problems. This yet. was a really good release. Um, yeah, that I I encourage everybody who has the opportunity to go and install 6.0 uh, to go and do it. Why would you not?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know why you wouldn't, um, unless your phone for some reason already runs like uh, 5.1 stable. Um and your phone is like crunched on memory. Like if you're a one gig oh. phone, mm-hmm. maybe that's a good reason not to do it. Um but otherwise just go and do it.
0: Yeah, but if you're crunched for memory, how are you going to know what's using up
1: all your memory, Ryan? You know. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so, Ryan, where can we find you on the internet? Well, you can find me just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter at Ryanamar, and of course on Google Plus, which is where I routinely and weekly post pictures of decimated battery life. Brought to you by Google Play Services and Android Account Manager.
0: And I'm Ian Buck. You can find me on Twitter at ian buck You can find me on Google Plus as uh, Ian Buck, and on YouTube as Ian Buck. Um, and hey, listeners. If you want to review something here on Second Opinion, if you've got uh, some ideas for things that, that we can talk about or whatever, um, go ahead and hit that contact button over on the right-hand side on the, uh, the page with the show notes. Once again, that is the uh, thenexus.tv slash SO1. Um, we would love to hear from you.
1: Have a good one.